lovely. Ika tume tumekamna uniform apart from Lorraine mwenye ni ni head girl. Jusi wote tunakaa tuko na same mask. Kuna bench unaka kama head boy. Um turn to the person next to you and just smile at them. Just smile at them. I know I know you can't remove the mask but smile at them. A smile speaks volumes. For those who don't know me, my name is Pastor Kevin Tindi and I've been serving here for like 6-7 years now and I truly appreciate that I have been called for such a time as this. Before I share the word, I just want to call um Marvin, Marvin, Marvin. Yes. This is one of an amazing leader and I I truly honor you zukachukua mic kidogo. Yeah. Um so he he's going to tell us about the thing that he's been doing for like the past year and in in just a few words maybe you can just tell us what bridges healing church. Uh, my name is Mavo. Um the bridge leader. So bridge is basically an ex-candidates program that runs from January all the way to April. Uh, it focuses on two areas, leadership development, spiritual development and uh, spiritual multiplication. So we take the students through the training for around 12 weeks and afterwards we graduate them and we set them out to the world to be disciples and ambassadors of Christ. Wow. And last year we had bridge and um we had about kulikuwa kama ngapi like uh, 20 bridges yeah. and uh, some mentors who helped facilitate around mm. 10 okay so this kind of thing. yeah and how long did the sessions take na bado kulikuwa na corona bado iko the sessions took a while because of corona uh we had just come from the bridge camp uh that we had other centers also and we after After the bridge camp corona started so we had to migrate to and adapt to online classes which we took our time every week meeting uh once and at some point we started meeting twice uh in the evening through the sacrifices of the bridges and also the leaders and the mentors and we managed to finish around December 12th Okay so maybe we can just call the some of the guys that participated in bridge last year and there's a certificate that we want to give you so yes. okay all yeah. the bridges please Jenny Melend in Kwaraka and the mentors come. also Let's clap for them even as they come Um, Laura Luane Laura Luane She's not in um, Caleb Muli Caleb Muli <laughs> Oh simameni mbele yangu ndo niwaone Um Lavan Heri Lavan Heri Lavan Heri She's not there Adrian Monzala He's not there Emmanuel Cajero. Um Jedida Munyaka Florence Nzoka. 
David Kirubai. Natalie Njoki, Natalie Njoki, she's not in. Vivian, I saw you. Vivian. <laughs> Nicole Marchetti, she's not in, she mentioned in the group. Joseph Neri, I don't think he's in. Yeah, Shona, Shona Kialo. <laughs> Ashley Mwende, I saw you. Uh, yes. Oh, Lewis Chege. Lewis, Lewis. Boy, easy certificates zico mixed. Yes. Um, let's just do this. After this, I will be able to hand them over to each and every one. I, I, I'm just trying to see because of time. Yeah. I'd like to call Alex Njukia. I've seen him at the back. Just come and just say a prayer to these guys, even as they are being launched. Father, in the mighty and precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for each and every one of these dear ones. We thank you for the time that they invested, even in going through the bridge program. We thank you, Lord, even for everyone who took part in leading them through the process. Lord, we pray that for the lessons that they've learned, may they bring about a difference in their lives. That, Lord, even as they live for you, even as they serve you, even as they look into the future, they will remember that which they've learned. But how much, Lord, we pray that just as James says, as it is written in the scriptures, that we should not only be hearers, but also doers of the word. We pray that these dear ones will have the courage when times of testing come to be people who stand by your word. Thank you, Lord, for everything. We commit them before you and we pray that our Lord and our God, may you lead them, may you guide them, and may you bless them every step of the way. In Jesus' name, we pray and believe. Amen. Amen and amen. Let's appreciate them even as they take to their seats. Um, lastly, I'd like to thank um, um, the guy that was leading worship here, Davy. Davy, Davy. <laughs> He's at the back. Um, there was supposed to be another worship leader today, but there's something that happened. Sylvia, Sylvia and Wairemu, her dad, was taken in for surgery. And Davy woke up today and just came and said, I am going to lead worship. Davy, thank you so much for just taking the leadership. <laughs> this series we are do this month we are doing a series on reset. It helps us to reset our priorities when it comes to serving God. And last week I remember I spoke about holiness. And this week I want to talk about something that at times it's hard for people to pick it up. And I want to speak about the call the call. I look through scriptures and I see the people that God called are not perfect. 
there's someone who say that the people that God called them, they were the bad boys, but there was a God that loved them. And I want us to get to a place that as we get to delve into what I'm about to share today, that it will help us to get to that place to know that God has called us for such a time as this that we will accomplish the purposes in the call of God upon our lives. Can you guys hear me? Let me start by saying this. I remember growing up, um, we were not well off, but our neighbors, because I remember we used to stay in a, in a house that, was, that, that had flats, and we were staying in a small SQ, and there were other kids that we used to play with together, and this one kid, lady, she had a brother, and this lady, this lady will come outside, Bile unaitwa na mamu kuja ukunywe chai na mkatemepa kwa blue band. <laughs> and and Billy he used to be like I will rather play and then go back home later. And then this girl she would come again. Bile unaitwa na mamu umeamba ukuja ukunywe chai na mkate yenye mepa kwa blue band na leo imepa kwa jam and <laughs> I was like how and Billy is here and we are playing football with him and you see this young man was being called so that he would partake of something that will make him a better person perhaps this is how it is when God calls people he calls us to partake of the things that he will bring to us and through us. The things that he has deposited in us. And before I forget, um, there's, there's a questionnaire that I have. We will upload it on our, 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 our social media sites. And for those that are in CGs, we will be able to send so that you can be able to, to fill and it will help you to know and understand your spiritual gifts. It will help you to understand where you are gifted in so that you will rise up to the occasion. Maybe you're not in a CG and you would want to be in a CG, you can just send me a text and, and my number will be displayed there and I will be able to send you that link. And also what Jerry had said before I just forget, we are doing a, re a series on relationship detox and it will help us. The feedback that you guys will give us will help us on the things that we can talk about. Last year we spoke about many things. And this year we want to take it a notch higher. Let me go back to the sermon. Um, the people that God called, we are finding that they had a lot of mistakes. Give me the murderer who is Moses. Give me someone who fears. His name is Gideon. Give me someone who doubts everything that I tell them. Thomas. Give me someone who is stealing, who is a thief, and is in the midst of us. 
when Jesus was doing his ministry, I'm speaking of Judas, find that the people that God called, there's no one who was perfect. There's no one who was perfect and will say that I am the best of the best. And I want us to see some of the people that God called, some of the people that God used. Because like Billy, he was being called to partake of something. I want us to turn to the book of Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11 from verse 27. And I want to show us a picture of how the people that God was calling, how they had a lot to deal with. Genesis chapter 11 verse 27, the Bible says, this is the account of Terah's family line. Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran became the father of Lot. Verse 28, next verse. Okay, let's just wait for them. While his father Terah was still alive, Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans in the land of his birth. I want us to know that Terah is the father of Abraham and Haran is the father of Lot. So Abraham had three brothers, Sawa, and he has a nephew, Twendele. I think it goes to 12. Abraham and Nahor both married. The names of Abraham's wife was Sarai and the name of Nahor's wife was Milka. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milka and Iscah. Let's continue. Now Sarai was childless because he was not able to conceive. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson, Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law, Sarai, the wife of his son Abram. And together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But, they, but when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and died in Haran. Now this is where it comes. One, two, and three. The Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into one, a great nation, not famous, great. There's a difference between fame and greatness. Fame come as a result of you being effective in what God has called you. Being great speaks of what God wants you to achieve. The second thing, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Verse 3, I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed you. I want us to just have a picture. The reason as to why I started from 11 verse 27. Abraham didn't just wake up and he had the call. He had a background 
his father terror the bible says um, and and back stories these are things that help us to understand the bible they say that terror was an idol worshipper Terra was a worshiper of many gods. It's called, I think it's polytheism, where you worship many gods. Terra, his name means delay. Ur is a place that means fire. Flames, sorry. And then they are in a place of flames and his father is delay. And then the father loses a son who is Abraham's brother. And then Abraham has Lot. I think they were so close. And now Lot is with, is with Abraham and then God comes and speaks. God comes and calls him. A time that you're mourning, a time that you're grieving, you're going through a loss, a time that you are in the midst of many gods, the god of WhatsApp, the god of football, the god of women women can be idols and men on the other side and you see god still comes in last year, last week i spoke about god being holy god being set apart but he still checks in and calls someone and he tells abraham i want you to leave your country what does that mean i want you to leave that culture that you're in i want you to leave each and everything that you've been um, um involved in there's a culture among the young people there's a culture when you get into a specific place and in that culture you find people do things the way they do because it's part of that culture when you come to um, for example to front runners when the worship is heated up you hear maybe there's someone at the back is is screaming or is shouting and this is as a response of the worship and if you don't understand that culture you will see like people are not okay and this is how it was for abra abram before his name changed to abraham father of nations and he is at a place that god is telling him leave that culture and you're being told to go to a place that you don't know you see how it is for god call his people and for us as this year is unfolding maybe god is calling you to leave a place that you have known for the rest of your life the people that you have been involved in with each and every other time for maybe 15 years 17 years 16 years 3 years i don't know how long but god is telling you i want you to leave that place it has to come from a call not you to take yourself leave and something about god's call is trust the god that is leading you to an unknown destination you might never know where god is calling you you might never know what god wants you to do but as long as you had the voice as long as you had the voice you had him tell you so clearly because each and every other time we spend time in the word we spend time listening to what god is saying and he tells us i want you to leave this you might never know what you're going but have faith in the god that is calling you that's why we should never worry about our tomorrow because we have god who has our tomorrow and the result of abraham's faith him having to leave his family we find that he was blessed let me explain a bit about lot abraham was told to leave his family but he went with lot lot represents the worldly people 
as you continue to read the book of Genesis, you find that he was the first one to choose the place that he wanted to settle. And he was looking at a place that was full of grasslands and it was, it was, it was full of pasture. In fact, Lot did not settle in Sodom. Sodom found him there. And it brought a lot of pain and misery for Abraham. Why am I saying this? When God calls you, a lot has to stay behind. A lot has to stay behind. If God calls you, leave. It's time to pack your bags and you leave a lot behind. I'll leave you at your own time. Just go and read the story of Abraham and, and, and Lot and the things that Lot brought. The second person I want us to talk about when it comes to the call, I want us to turn to the book of Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and for seven years he gave them into the he gave them into the hands of the Midianites, verse 2. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invade, invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel. Neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkeys. They came up with the livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord God of Israel says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I say to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash the Abbeisrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. This is a time that the people of God had turned away from God and then the Lord brings judgment. And after judgment comes, they cry out to God and God answers. And as God answers, the Midianites were destroying everything that you would find. Everything, you would plant crops, you would, you would, you would, you, when you're going to harvest, they will come and destroy everything. They will destroy your livelihood. They will destroy 
what you're planning to do. They will destroy your source of income. And then in the midst of that, God calls someone who is hiding from these people with what he has. And then Gideon tells God, as you continue to read, he says, I am from the weakest tribe. I am from the weakest tribe, as in I look at myself. Sometimes it's even hard for me to even speak up. I, I look at myself as in I am financially unstable. I, I, I look at myself and it's even hard for me to speak in front of people. I, I look at myself and I don't have people who will support me. And this is how it was with Gideon. But God calls him mighty warrior. God calls things that are not as though they were. He sees something great in you. And that's why you see God calls the weak things. God calls the weak things so that he will shame the wise. Because the world is full of wisdom and they think that the wisdom is that wisdom that they don't need God. And you who is in, in God, you may be seen as a fool, but God wants to use you. And that's why he calls you. Are you somewhere you're hiding, yet God has called you? You're seeing at yourself and you're seeing, as in, I have, as in, I, I can't even do anything. I can't even chase a rat. As in, I, I look at myself and, as in, people look down on me. And the thing about Gideon was fear. Fear that you're hiding you're hiding and God is calling you so that you will partake and you will do amazing things. You will turn this world upside down because of the gifts of the things that he has deposited in you. I look at each and every person that God called. I see that God used them and the people that took heed of the call, they performed many things because of the God that was behind them. Are you someone who is giving excuses? Are you someone who is saying, I need God to speak to me again. May this be the last day that God is speaking to you. God is calling you in all spheres. God is calling you at work. God is calling you in school. God is calling you in the family. In fact, we get to find as you continue to read that um, um, the, the father of, of Gideon was actually another idol worshiper. God is calling us from the cultures that we are in so that we will get into his own culture whereby we will move in the power of the Holy Spirit whereby we will move as he speaks because the person that calls us is faithful. He will complete this good work that he began in us. Are you hiding? God is calling you. This is the time. Because he wants you not to count the days, but to make the days count. I want us to go to the book of First Samuel chapter 3. We see another story. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. The word of the Lord 
was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, Eli was a priest whose eyes were becoming so weak, he could barely see. Let me, let me just explain there a bit. Eli was a priest and he was corrupt. In fact, he didn't even take care of his children. The children were so bad, were so wicked, that they will take that which is supposed to be given to God and they will have it for themselves. They will take like the fattened cow, the fattened bulls and the offerings that they were supposed to be given. And then the Bible says that the visions were rare. And you find that the Bible is saying, whose eyes, Rudy back, sorry, um, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see. You see what corruption and, and, and as you live an ungodly life, it, it blurs your vision. It makes you not to be able to see. One night, Eli, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. Verse 3, the lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli, God is calling Samuel, but Samuel goes to Eli. Here I am, you called me, but Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Verse 6. And again the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me, my son, Eli said. I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. I'll explain that. At that time, the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli for the third time. Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. This, then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. Visions were rare. The Lord will speak a few times, especially in the Old Testament for Abraham. Some theologians say that God spoke to Abraham four times. And now they are living in a time that God is calling someone who the, the word had not been revealed to him. You see, if you have someone who is above you and this person doesn't have a vision, this person is, is living a life that is corrupt. When I speak of corruption, I speak about sin. It will also blur your vision because the person that is above you is like a blind person and then Samuel keeps on going to someone who is even lost and God is calling you see how God can even call you as you're sleeping and when I speak sleeping let me let me make it um let me not make it literal only God can call you while you are sleeping in your walk with him and to sleep is that you're numb to what God is saying that's why when you hear God calling you are like Maybe it's a job that's calling you. Maybe it's someone else that's calling you. 
Let me take us to the book of Acts chapter 2. The Bible says, young men will see visions. Young men will see visions. Yet in the Old Testament, the Bible is saying that visions were rare. And we live in a time that young men are seeing visions. When the Bible says to see visions, and to see is to vision, and to vision is to see. It's like the Bible is saying, young men will vision vision, or young men will see see. What the Bible says is that as you continue to grow in your walk with God each and every other day, you will see things in the spiritual world. And as you see things in the spiritual world, they will materialize. Prayer is when you grab things from the invisible spiritual realm and you bring them to fruition in the physical visible realm. One of the things that hindered this man, Samuel, to hear God speaking is because the word had not been revealed to him. He had already been called, by the way. He had already been called because if you go to chapter 1, we find that the mother, Hannah, whenever she had the child, she dedicated the child. And Samuel had been called to be a prophet. So God was calling him to be specific in what he was calling him to do. But he couldn't get. Are you at a place that maybe God is speaking and you're wondering um, um, which voice is that? Is it Pastor KT? Um, is it my CG leader? Um, is it maybe my former CU leader? Or is it a, a politician? Or is it any other person? I want us to turn to the final story so that I put everything into perspective. I want us to turn into the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. The Bible says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding, and, were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets fishermen washing their nets whenever they were washing their nets it speaks about them they had given up you are done for the day and they used to fish at night you were done for the net for the day um, he got into one of the boats the one belonging to simon and asked him to put out a little from the shore and to kidogo to then he sat down and taught the people from the boat when he had finished speaking he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they, be, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Verse 8, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. Verse 9, for he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, 
you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. So they put down and left. Imagine you are struggling to do something and then you are taught on how to do it and then you catch that which you are struggling to get and then you leave everything you leave you go something that can hinder us from being called is sin sin separates us from god sin separates us from god sin makes us to be people that won't be used of God. Jesus was telling Peter that I will show you you can do better than what you're doing. Sin is what makes the difference. And it's so sad that the world that we live in today for us as young people we don't read the word for ourselves. And we tolerate many things and many things are not right. There's a guy called Bob Atley, he said that people don't actually study the Bible but they wait for someone who is in authority to read. And the problem with that is someone may read from a place that maybe they don't understand the scripture well. We find that Peter did a lot after he left. He did amazing things. He will stand up in a place and he will lead 3000 to the Lord, fish for people. Peter will stand in a place and he will preach and again 2000 people will come to the Lord. Peter will go to a place and you will find that he will say we cannot stop teaching or preaching about the person that we know and he will stand in a place and people will be healed. You see what God does if I bring all these stories Abraham became the father of many nations Gideon fought many people with a very small army of 300 soldiers Samuel became the prophet and the adviser of the king and Peter wrote books Peter was used of God and even as i come to an end i want us to bow down our heads from these four stories i don't know where you are at i don't know where you are at is it at a place of fear is it at a place of sin Is it at a place like Abraham that you're dealing with many things maybe loss of a job loss of friends maybe you're at a place that you are questioning God as in if I leave this thing what will happen next But before I pray the first batch of people I want to pray for is you're saying God I want to accept your call for coming to you being a new creature just raise your hand 
you're saying, I want to give my life to you, just lift up your hand. You're saying, I want to be born again, just lift up your hand and we will pray together. You want to give your life to Jesus. Don't be afraid. Just lift up your hand. Maybe you're saying that, God, I just don't understand my plan, my purpose, or the plan that you have for me. Help me. You're saying you don't know your purpose, just lift up your hand. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for those hands. Just be honest and vulnerable in the presence of God. Just lift it up and put it down. You're saying, maybe I'm like Abraham or Gideon or Samuel or Peter. In the first years, you're saying, God, help me. Just raise your hand and put it down. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. Just lift it and put it down. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Father, may this day be the day that, Father God, people step into purpose. May this day be the day where, King of glory, each and every other day, O oh God, you say that the revelation of our purposes, of our calls, King of glory, it is progressive. So from this day on, may you open our eyes, O King of glory. May you open our eyes. May we see you. May we see you in, in the way that, Father, you see us in a manner of purpose, O God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that this day you will open our spiritual eyes. From this day, O King of glory, we will step into that which you are calling us, O God. We thank you, Lord of Lords, for you hear our cries. We thank you, King of Kings, for you are faithful, O Jesus. Father, may we always know that, Father God, the journey to purpose is in page after page of the Bible, is in page after page of the Word. Father, may we know you more. May we know you more, O God. Thank you for opening our eyes. Thank you for the gifts that you have deposited in us, O God. Thank you for we will never be the same again, O King of glory. May we shed off fear. May we shed off anxiety. May we shed off our past, O King of glory. Because you are calling us to greatness. You are calling us to greatness, O King of glory. You are calling us to a place that, Father God, we will be used of you. We will be used of you in the things that you are calling us to do, O God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, may we leave this place not the way we came. Because, Father, we are leaving this place with a sense of purpose. Thank you, Lord. Just quietly, let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Lord. Father, you are faithful. Father, you are faithful. Father, you are loving. Father, you are caring. 
Father, you always speak to us. Father, may we always be inclined towards listening to what you're saying each and every other day. We thank you, Lord of Lords. We thank you, mighty and everlasting Father. We thank you for it's a privilege to be used of you. Thank you, Jesus. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen and amen. May we always know that God has called each and every one of us to serve him, to live for him. As you live for those that are given in your envelopes, you can just go and deposit it. There's a box at the back. And I pray that next week, even as we come, um, go to our, our, our Instagram, our Instagram, iFrontRunners, you will find the, the, the document, that the link that speaks about um, your giftings, your spiritual gifts, and it will direct you into your purpose. So, God bless you. Do have an amazing week. Thank you for coming.